0: history history podcast i'm allison i'm jordan happy halloween happy halloween this is a bonus episode so is because
1: we love halloween it's the best time of the year how you doing not bad how are you doing
0: fabulous i love it are you sure life is great oh i feel like that's not so fun (laughs) so fun we're recording this today so when you hear this it just happened very recently
1: yes so, it's releasing on the 30th. We're recording on the morning of the 30th. Yep.
0: So we hope you all have a fabulous day, a safe Halloween. Mm-hmm. But celebrate. Go crazy. Even if it's just in your house, dress up.
1: Eat a lot of candy. Be there. That's just sit by yourself.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about some business before we get into the the history. How many downloads do we have? 10,833. Woo! Hey. Woo boy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That is. We had a sticker giveaway winner, Nancy. Congratulations to Nancy who won our our three pack of stickers. We appreciate her and uh sharing and tagging people and all that good stuff. So thank you to Nancy.
1: I think in the future, that this is I'm just an idea spitballing. We'll do a giveaway every month, a month long giveaway.
0: Month long. So you have so, a, one month. Yeah. To get in. Uh, entries.
1: Yes. So we'll give away like a shirt one month, like stickers. Tote. Something different every month. Yeah. But we'll have a going every, all month long. So you can yeah. have plenty of chances to enter.
0: Uh, something exciting. We were interviewed by armchair historians. Mm-hmm. And the episode just dropped on the 27th. Yep. Uh, we talked about the Radium Girls. We were supposed to talk about our favorite history moment. Yep. And ours that we thought was very interesting, the most important to discuss was the Radium Girls. That was episode six. I believe.
1: I believe it was, yeah.
0: Um, So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to ours, and then you can listen to our interview. Uh, You can find her on Instagram at Armchair Historians. She's on Facebook. She's on all the major platforms. So go give her some love. It was very—I loved it. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, it was very cool.
0: Uh, She's amazing. And Mm -hmm. hopefully sometime very soon we can get her on our podcast to interview her uh, because she was actually a tour guide, Mm -hmm. and she would tour— some her it wasn't a haunted tour, but some of the history, you know, there's always something creepy going on, right? So uh, she said
1: so she, she had some weird experience. Yeah, she's so got yeah. some
0: stuff to say. Tell them about the Patreon tiers here.
1: So the Patreon, we have two different tiers. One is two dollars a month, which basically just gets you next week's episode now, so you can hear next week's episode as you're hearing this one, mm-hmm. and then the five. Oh, that also gets you a ten percent discount in the store. Um. And then the $5 tier is next week's episode, and then a bonus episode every single Friday. Yeah. And a 20% discount to the our website.
0: So many discounts.
1: So many discounts. So many episodes. So you got four extra episodes a month. Yeah. For $5. And 20% off. Yeah.
0: Anytime you want.
1: Pays for itself.
0: It does, really. So go. we would love for you to be a Patreon. Join our family. Me and him are already family. Mm-hmm. You want to be in our family? Yeah, yeah. Join Patreon,
1: and you will be somebody on our our uh, Instagram called us called it the Mystery Machine. Maybe Ooh. that could be our our following
0: Mystery Machine. The Mystery Machine. That's probably like
1: that's well, probably trademarked. It's
0: probably trademarked. Very trademarked. So don't sue us, anybody yeah. <laughs> who owns that.
1: Maybe we'll put a little spin on it, but yeah. I like that idea.
0: Yeah, right. that's cool. Yeah. So join our family. Um, we already kind of talked about the merch. Uh, but we have a website, mysteryhistorypodcast.com. dot com. All of our episodes are on there. A link to our Patreon. We got merch on there. We got some t shirts and some hoodies and some tank tops. Yeah, we got phone cases, phone cases, everything, decorative pillows, everything. So uh, we would love for you to wear our stuff. Mm-hmm. We got three new reviews on iTunes. Dang, That's cool. Crushing it. Oh wait, two new reviews. I'm sorry math stuff still crushing it (laughs) okay uh so yeah we got we have a 4.5 rating on apple right now Mm -hmm. we got like 48 review or 48 five you know reviews yeah we got most of those are five star we have like one one star which is bullshit (laughs) and one or two (laughs) two stars which are also bullshit
1: better than one star it's true Mm -hmm. it's
0: one more star one more But we would love some more five-star reviews to try to push those down, like, way into the abyss.
1: And just uh, comments. Like, just leave, like, type something. Even Um, if it's just, like...
0: You guys are good.
1: Yeah, or just We did that
0: already, and we got one, and I love it. But for some reason,
1: apparently, I was doing some research, apparently that, like, pushes you up the charts so like more people can see you yeah so for some reason i don't know it just it can be anything just type something in there
0: we're trying to be successful here
1: yeah we're We're trying to conquer the world come on we need you
0: we need you even if it's (laughs) just like you know love it
1: yeah just something real simple anything just so so, yeah
0: thumbs up emoji whatever Mm -hmm. whatever
1: and make sure you subscribe too so it'll alert you whenever a new episode drops
0: so let's read these Christina the teacher says, I love this podcast with shorter episodes. They're still full of interesting information and specific details. They choose fascinating subject matter and the hosts make it fun to listen to. You damn right. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> even if the presented information is macabre.
1: Mm. We talk about Most a lot of that.
0: <laughs> Pretty much every episode.
1: Even if she mean by even if she means all like, of it is all of yeah, it is macabre.
0: That's what she meant. <laughs>
1: She put it gently. Yeah. She's so polite you. about it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: thank you for commenting. We love to hear these. Uh, so the next one is S. Satori says, Can't wait to binge. I'm only on episode two and I'm already hooked. It gets better.
1: Yeah. The first couple are rough.
0: Yeah. So keep listening. Listen yeah. to the new ones first and then go back and be like, Oh, look, they're <laughs> trying really hard.
1: It is. We talked about that in an interview with Armchair of Storms. It's kind of like
0: every episode or every. Podcast goes through that. Yeah,
1: well, it's kind of like endearing because, like, you're learning, you see like the learning process, learning curve. Because, yeah. like, yeah, see so you get better. Yeah, you see them get better as time goes on.
0: And are we perfect? Nope. Yes. Are we ever going to be perfect?
1: Nope. Maybe.
0: I can't say words right ever.
1: That's yeah, true. See, so you have a tough time with that, I especially do. foreign words.
0: Ooh, they're foreign tough. names. They're <laughs> tough. I'm. I am an American, <laughs> and I American can't say hard words
1: especially ukrainian ones that's for no love oh so man tough. i
0: can't get like the huh, huh, huh. yeah you know? that whole
1: language is kind of harsh yeah. sorry if you're listening my mouth doesn't the Ukraine, do that but yeah that's very yeah i feel like that's one of the you can't americans can't like pull that accent no off.
0: No. no i could get a southern accent down sometimes i just it pops up i don't even mean it for it to happen isn't it
1: weird though how like americans can do can't do other accents like if you hear mm. an american in like a british accent it's like that's definitely yeah. not right right but if like a British person does like an American accent it sounds perfect. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Do we just have like a dumb language? Like, is it just easy to mimic? Probably. Because there's no like flair to it. Like, We're lazy. Yeah.
0: That's all that is.
1: Well, British people have like different like, I don't know, their words sound pretty. American words don't sound pretty. No. Like American and British person can say the same word and it does yeah, not like sound fart. the same. like fart. That's ugly. Fart.
0: Fought. Fart. Yeah. Fartay.
1: It's it. like, oh, damn, that's nice. Ooh, I that's, don't know what you just said, but good. I like
0: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's weird.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else left to say about business purposes?
1: I don't believe so, Nope.
0: You guys are awesome. We appreciate you. hmm So let's get into it. Let's Pew-pow.
1: get into it. So Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st, and Halloween 2020 will occur on Saturday, October 31st. That's tomorrow. 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 <laughs> the tradition originated... Wow. What? We're getting there. It's a hot, <laughs> hot start. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't me. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain.
0: Celtics? Celtic? Yeah. It's I'm, not, I'm a big it's, basketball
1: it's, fan. <laughs> Celtics. The Celtics. They got, that, they got that festival every year. Every year. The Boston Celtics put on. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Uh, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory the Gregory Third designated November 1st as a time to honor All Saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats. Treats. The best part. I love treats. Treats.
0: (laughs) Origins. Let's talk about origins. 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 Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic nice. festival of Samhain. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Celts. <laughs> who, I'm going to be like nervous.
1: Yeah, I'm going to mess that up a lot just who, to tell you.
0: Who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the UK, and northern France, celebrated theirs on November 1st, their New Year. Freaking weirdos. Yeah, that's weird. This day marked the end of summer. And the harvest in the beginning of a dark, cold winter. And at that time of the year, it was associated with human death because people die in the winter. Mm -hmm. Whenever you don't have no heat. That's science. Yeah. (laughs) Celts. Believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. Mm. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. Pretty Interesting. pretty
1: sweet. In addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts <laughs> thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For a people entirely dependent on a vol- volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source for comfort during the long, dark winter.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Never really thought of it like that. Uh, to commemorate the event, Druids built huge sacred bonfires where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities.
0: Mm. Mm. Can't
1: get on board with the animal sacrifice.
0: No, poor animals. I mean, unless you're eating them.
1: True, yeah.
0: But they thought that these people were, like, the spirits yeah, were eating them. That's So true. I guess, I
1: don't know. During the celebration, uh, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. Hmm. When the celebration was over, they relit their... Uh, Hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier that evening from the sacred bonfire to protect them during the coming winter.
0: Yeah. So they took a piece from the bonfire and then lit their household up. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. That's pretty cool. Symbolism. Mm. Symbolism. Symbolism. Any boondock saints out there? (laughs) Symbolism. Symbology. Okay. this,
1: This is just a little random fact that was thrown in here. Uh, it says one quarter of the, all the candy sold in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween.
0: I can get that. I can get down with that candy. I tell you, is expensive. Like a bag of candy.
1: Oh yeah, wow. it is. It is. Wow. There's a lot of candy in there, though.
0: I and mean, sometimes of like, it's kind of like a bag of chips.
1: Yeah, bag of chips are bullshit. I know. Ninety percent air.
0: Yeah. What's with that man? Bullshit. All right. By 43 A.D., the Roman Empire had conquered the major. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the majority of Celtic territory. In the course of 400 years, they ruled the Celtic lands. Two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration of Samhain. Woman. Woman. (laughs) The womans. Uh. The first was Feralia, a day in late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. Okay. The second (laughs) was a day to honor... Promona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol of promo- Promona is the apple. So, like, what? Because Adam and Eve probably she ate the apple. She's a jerk. Whatever. A and the <laughs> and the incorporation of this celebration into Samhain probably explains the tradition of bobbing for apples that we do today. I don't like that.
1: No, I've never done that.
0: No meaning. I've never
1: seen anyone do that.
0: I mean, I've seen like a bucket with apples in it, but why don't you just use your hands? Yeah. Something I mean, yeah.
1: I don't, yeah, I've never seen anyone that ever happen. And I feel like that's gross, especially what? like now in COVID times. Everybody's oh, yeah, dunking gonna, their face into yeah, the same no. water. That's how COVID
0: happens. Oh, I'm yeah. That's so, where it originated. So, tomorrow, when you're at a Halloween party, don't bob don't, for apples. Don't do
1: that. Everybody's spitting in there. Yeah, not They yet. get under the water. Tah.
0: Yeah. Fucking
1: gross. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> All right. All Saints Day. By the ninth century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands where it gradually uh, blended with and supplemented older Celtic rites. I almost did it. You almost Celtics. Celtic rites.
0: Those damn Celtics.
1: In, in 1000 AD, the church made November 2nd All Souls Day, a day to honor the dead. It's widely believed that today the church was attempting to replace the Celtic Festival of the Dead with a related church-sanctioned holiday. Like they do. Sounds they about They like right. to sanction shit. Sanctioners. Yep. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly with uh, Sam Hain. Um, with bon- big bonfires, parades and dressing up in costume as saints, angels and devils. Mm. It's a little more cheery. Mm,
0: I guess. Than dead animals. I oh, mean, I guess. Well, angels
1: and it's all biblical instead of just dead animals. True. Um the All Saints' Day celebration was also called All Hollows, All Hollows, or All Hollow Hollowness like Hollow Mass. Like Christmas kind of yeah. All Hollowness. Uh which came from the Middle English Oh, this is a this is a word right here. All messe.
0: Ooh, Meaning All
1: Saints Day. You nailed it. Boom. Nailed it. So I get paid the big bucks for. It.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: the night before it, uh, the traditional night of Samhain in the Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. There we are. As we stated, yeah.
0: Now we're in Halloween times. Halloween times. The celebration of Halloween was limited in colonial New England because of the rigid Protestant belief system there. Like so they didn't want it. Nerds. Halloween was much more common in Maryland, because they rock, Mm -hmm. and southern colonies. As the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians meshed, uh, there was an American version of Halloween that began to emerge. The first celebration included play parties, which were public events to celebrate the harvest, and neighbors would share their stories of the dead, tell fortunes, sing and dance and eat and bob for apples and shit. Hmm. Uh,
1: colonial Halloween festivities also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. That's hard to imagine a time where it wasn't.
0: I don't want to be alive then.
1: <laughs> the Dark Ages, they called them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Halloween is my life. Like, every day is Halloween.
1: Yep. I could get down with that. Mm-hmm. In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These new immigrants—wow, Emma, these new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing from the Irish Potato Famine—helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. Mm. That's what we're Irish. Are we? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did one of those. Proud of the tradition. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm very proud Irish. Well, Dad
1: said his mom's mom's mom, I believe it was. Her last name was Kennedy. And And she was, like, from Ireland.
0: Well, and we're related to, like, the Queen of England or something, too. I
1: don't think so. We're related to Pocahontas.
0: Yeah, we are uh, Sacagawea.
1: No, Pocahontas.
0: (laughs) Different (laughs) people. We're Cherokee people. Yeah. Cherokee pride. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treating. Setting off Halloween night in a costume and ringing doorbells saying, give me something good to eat. That's
1: fucking American right there. (laughs) Yep. Knock on someone else's door and give me your shit.
0: Right. (laughs) It's been the tradition in the U.S. and other countries for more than a century. Um, They don't really know where the origins are, but they trace to the Celtic festivals and Catholic holidays and even maybe some British politics. That's weird. That is weird. Halloween uh, has its roots in the ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival of Samhain, like we talked about, which was celebrated on October 31st. Um, during some Celtic celebrations, villagers decide themselves in the the animal skins, which we talked about. So that's where the whole costume thing came from. Yep. And later some centuries, people began dressing as ghosts, demons, and other malevolent. Love that word. Centuries. What did I say? Malevolent. I say what I want.
1: All right. Fair enough.
0: Performing antics in exchange for food and drink. This custom is known as mumming. Mm-hmm. Uh, And it dates back to the Middle Ages. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Mumming. I didn't know I'm mumming. I'm mumming tomorrow.
1: I've never heard of that before.
0: Me neither. But we're doing it. By the 9th century, Christianity Christianity (laughs) had spread into Celtic lands. um, And it was designated November 2nd as All Souls Day, honoring the dead. Poor people would visit the house of wealthier families and receive pastries called soul cakes in exchange for a promise to pray for the souls of the homeowner's dead relatives. That's pretty interesting. It is. I would totally do that.
1: I'll pray all you want. Give me all the bases. Give me two cakes. I'll put two praise in for that.
0: Uh, (laughs) This was no. Well, you still do that today. You remember trick or treating? You always go to the neighborhood that's really wealthy because they get bars. the full size candy bars. Oh, yeah. So it's still happening today, just I a little different.
1: My sixth grade teacher lived in our neighborhood and she used to give all our students full size candy bars. Really? So be like, I walked up and she like reached into a special bag. Like, oh, you damn right. <laughs> uh,
0: but this practice is known as souling. And that's how, you know, we go door to door. That tonight. sounds
1: cooler than trick or treating. Souling. You're going souling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like surfing, but for the soul. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. In Scotland and Ireland, young people took part in a tradition called gu- guessing? Guessing?
1: Guising, I think.
0: Guising. Yeah. Dressing up in costume and accepting offerings from various households, just like we do today. Mm-hmm. Rather than pledging to pray for the dead, they would sing a song, recite a poem, tell a joke, or do some sort of trick. <laughs> I would. They would pay me to not sing. Like, take this candy yeah. and shut Get up. Get off
1: my porch. Right.
0: <laughs> Uh, their treats were, like, fruits, nuts, and sometimes coins.
1: Hmm. That's fun. The whole, like, tell a joke thing's funny. Yeah. She's like, you didn't make me laugh. Get out of here. No no
0: no candy. candy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The coins for you. (laughs) Dumbass. Uh, Uh, Modern-day trick-or-treating also has elements akin to the annual celebrations of Guy Fawkes Night, also known as Bonfire Night. On this night, which commemorates the foiling of the gunpowder plot in 1605, British children wore masks and carry effigies while begging for pennies. On November 5th, uh, 1606, Fox was executed for his role in the Catholic-led conspiracy to blow up England's parliament, building uh, and remove King James the first as a Protestant from power. That's what uh, V for Vendetta is about.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember, remember.
1: The 5th of November.
0: Guess who's? What the girl's name is? I can't remember. Evie. Is it really? That's my kid's name. Huh.
1: That's, uh, what's her name? Keira Knightley? No. Isn't it? No. What's her name?
0: It's, uh, the lady, you know, that was in, uh, Star Wars.
1: Oh, she looks like Keira Knightley, kind of. Yeah, what's her name? Shit. She was in all the parts of the Caribbean movies. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's Keira Knightley, dude.
1: <laughs> I like her. <laughs> big, big fan. <laughs> No Hang on, let me look it up
0: She was in like Where the Heart Is and all those good movies that I like
1: Pause, somebody's yelling at their radio right now, or their phone
0: Yeah, what is it, what is it, what is it Hold on, hold on I'm gonna find it
1: Oh, I got it, Natalie Portman
0: Natalie Portman, I like her They could be
1: sisters, her and Keira Knightley
0: No, I don't think so Have you ever looked at them, like, both in the face? Yeah,
1: they look identical, (laughs) weird, like sisters All Alright Where were we, where were we? Original, on the original Guy Fawkes Day, celebrated immediately after the famous plotters' execution, communal bonfires uh, were lit to burn effigies and the symbolic bones of the Catholic Pope. who yeah, bonfires! Bonfires, huh? Is that where bonfires come from? Is it? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Mines just exploded.
0: No, that's is crazy.
1: It? You know what I learned the other day? What? Quarantine. Yeah, was from quarantine,
0: like right? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Uh, quarantine was, I think it was, it was like the Spanish flu or something like that. They, whenever ships came into the city, they had to quarantine for 40 days.
0: Dang. So, on a ship?
1: So yeah, they'd like ooh. sit in the harbor. Yep. So corn Corinta is like for, French for 40. Really? So that's where 40 is like quarantine is. Man. That's where. The, 40
0: days on a, ooh.
1: Yeah, that would suck. That was suck. Um, so yeah, bonfires, we just blew your minds. You're welcome. Yeah. By the early nineteenth century, children bearing effigies of Fox were roaming the streets on the evening of November fifth asking for a penny for the guy.
0: The guy. The guy. The guy (laughs) Fox.
1: Why'd you You, just turn you
0: guy (laughs) Fox? It all
1: comes back to Celtics, man. (laughs) We're back in Boston.
0: Okay, so some American colonists celebrate Guy Fox Fox Day in the (laughs) mid 19th century. Large numbers of new immigrants, especially those fleeing the Irish potato famine in the 1840s, helped popularize Halloween. Uh In the 20th century, Irish and Scottish communities revived the Old World traditions of souling. By the 1920s, however, pranks had become the Halloween activity. Of course, Uh because it's fun. True. Toilet paper. The Great Depression... Uh, exacerbated the problem with Halloween mischief often de- devolving, devolving, yeah, involving vandalism, physical assaults, and sporadic acts of violence. Ooh, physical assaults—that's rough. Mm. Uh, one theory suggests that excessive pranks on Halloween led to the widespread adoption of an organized, community-based trick-or-treating. Uh, tradition in the 1930s. So just go in your community.
1: Smart. Well, it made it more family-oriented instead of just... Bring
0: your kids. Yeah.
1: They made it for small kids instead of teenagers. It's not like
0: The Purge. Yeah. No
1: mo. Nope.
0: This trend was uh, curtailed, though, because the outbreak of World War II, uh, when sugar rationing meant that there weren't very many treats to hand out, which
1: Hmm. makes sense. That's interesting, too. Yeah. I never knew that.
0: At the height of the post-war, baby boom, trick-or-treating reclaimed its place, um, along with other Halloween customs. It quickly became standard practice for millions of children in American cities and newly bur- built suburbs. Hmm. Today, Americans spend an estimated $2.6 on candy for Halloween.
1: That's crazy.
0: I believe it. It's I so expensive.
1: <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's I... That's like two bags. That's
0: right. That's two bags. <laughs> two Snickers. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. So it's been the... It's the second largest commercial holiday
1: which I'm guessing behind, it doesn't say, but I'm guessing Christmas. Yeah, I would it say to too. Yeah. But that's, it's pretty wild. Because yeah. everybody, I feel like there's a lot of people that don't really get into Halloween. I know, what? why? But it's, cra- the people that do go like deep into Halloween. So yeah. that's why, it's crazy that it's the second largest one. Because yeah. not everybody celebrates it really.
0: So, Jordan and I went to um, trivia last night. Mm-hmm. And it was horror movie trivia. Mm-hmm. And it was
1: packed. There's 101 people playing trivia. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the most yeah. people I've ever seen in a trivia game.
0: Yeah. We didn't win no. because people were cheating. There was like three rounds where people got perfect scores.
1: Yeah, that never happened.
0: Never. Or they have more than six people, which is bullshit.
1: Yeah, there are some tables with this like needs, 12 people. This yeah. needs to
0: be regulated. Yeah. I'm not a machine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah.
1: All right. So Halloween parties. By the 1920s and, tw- and 30s, Halloween had become a secular but community-centered holiday with parades and town-wide Halloween parties as the featured entertainment. Despite the best efforts of many schools and communities, vandalism began to plague some celebrations and communities during this time. By the 1950s, town leaders had successfully limited vandalism, and Halloween had evolved into a holiday directed mainly at the young. Due to the high numbers of young children during the 50s baby boom, parties moved from town civic centers into the classrooms or homes um, where they could be more easily accommodated. Hmm. Between
0: that, just, that just really like bothers me about vandalism. I mean, I guess like smashing pumpkins call, and stuff.
1: They call the night today, October 30th, they call it Mischief Night.
0: Oh. You
1: never heard that before? No. Yeah. There's like a bunch of different names for it, but it's hmm. supposedly like where people go out and do vandalism still. We just never had it here. Right. But I think in bigger cities, it's like they kind of go wild. They're so sheltered. Yeah. Hmm. I listened to this podcast to this guy in New York City, and he said today, October 30th, there's like... Like, you weren't, like, you don't go outside. Really? Because, like, people were like, yeah, just tear stuff up.
0: So it is like the purge.
1: No, not like, they would like, kill killing people, people. But right. they're, like, probably more inclined to do bad things. Like
0: property damage.
1: Yeah, and probably, like, rob from you because everybody's just going crazy. Wow. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, mm. we never had that here.
0: No, we're sheltered.
1: Um between 1920 and 1950, the centuries-old practice of trick-or-treating uh, were also revived. Trick-or-treating was a relatively inexpensive way for the entire community to share the Halloween celebration. In theory, families could also prevent tricks from being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. That makes sense. So that like little watchman don't
0: get into trouble. Come get a treat.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thus, a new American holiday was born, and it continued to grow. Today, Americans spend an estimated six billion annually on Halloween, making it. At the country's second most, yeah,
0: that's what we said. To Christmas, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, like even like, decorations, you can go, like you can go to Home Depot and buy a six foot skeleton.
1: You can buy a twelve foot one. have a twelve foot one. Yes, you said six. That's like two. Six
0: of us. times two is twelve. <laughs> yes, so good. it works.
1: So that's and what we said. So two point six billion on candy and six million total. So it's
0: so on all four, the other stuff,
1: four right? more million just on Costumes decorations. and
0: decorations. Yeah, wow, Oof,
1: that's crazy. That
0: is. Let's talk about my favorite thing: mm. haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, nice. do that again. Ooh.
1: Damn, I put oh, you on a CD. I'm good. <laughs> you need to be one of those ones you just leave on the porch. Yeah, I
0: kind of almost went into like Hank Hill though from <laughs> King of the Hills. Like, ooh, <laughs> that's that's
1: his. You got to keep it on the higher end. Yeah.
0: Yeah okay. The Great Depression was a time of great economic and social change, obviously, uh, and it affected a lot of stuff in America, including Halloween.
1: Very scientific.
0: Very scientific.
1: It affected a lot of stuff.
0: Lots of stuff. <laughs> Parents were concerned that their sons were running amuck on All Hallows Eve, so they organized haunted houses or trails to keep them off the streets and occupied. Very smart. Halloween had long been a night of revelry for adults and children, seen as a positive outlet for young men to blow off steam. Hmm. This ranged from stealing neighbors' gates off their hinges, I don't know why you would want to do that, to stealing dead bodies. Wow. That's quite a range. That escalated very quickly.
1: (laughs) Ah, I got your gate. I got your fucking grandpa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) In eighteen seventy nine, about two hundred boys in Kentucky stopped a train by lying a fake dead body on tracks. That's that would like derail a train. <laughs> that's this so, is some serious shit. That's two hundred boys. That's a lot of boys. Who has two hundred friends? And
1: they're like, I got Let's an idea. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: That's they, yeah, they assembled. Uh, in 1900, medical students at the University of Michigan stole a headless corpse from an anatomy lab and propped it up against the building's front doors. That's that, so disrespectful.
1: In 1900, Michigan universities, when our University of Michigan is where H.H. Holmes went, he was there.
0: He probably was one of those guys. So so it was like this probably. is lol. And, this and is all so his friends were like,
1: "What the fuck?" Right. He's like, "I got the funniest thing." <laughs>
0: I prop this dead guy that doesn't have a head Up on the door
1: (laughs) Fucking Michigan Go
0: Bucks (laughs) This is the only evening on which a boy Can feel free to play pranks outdoors Without danger of being pinched Huh And it's his delight to scare passing pedestrians Pinched I think is like in jail Oh like I thought he meant like pinched Like why would somebody pinch you It's not freaking (laughs) like Are you not wearing green what's going on (laughs) Uh, so they, to delight, to scare passing pedestrians, ring doorbells, and carry off neighbor's gates. Um, according to the guide, uh, the one boy's craft guide, even if a boy had to fetch the gate he stole out of a tree he left it in, the punishment is nothing compared with the sports the pranks had been, had, have furnished him.
1: That was a quote from, like, the 30s. So basically he's saying he had more fun doing it than he would. It's worth
0: I'm so glad I didn't live in the it's 30s. Worse. Yeah, that was a very... There was way easier ways to say m-mash. that.
1: Man, i show you the punishment. There's nothing compared to the Spartan <laughs> pranks that
0: punished them. Wow, that was good. Thanks.
1: Um, there were plenty of people who didn't see this as harmless fun before the Great Depression. However, the ec- economic disaster exacerbated young men's Halloween's antics, leading to increased public concern and anger. In 1933, parents were outraged when hundreds of teenage boys flipped over cars... Sawed off telephone poles Jesus And engaged in other acts of violent vandalism across the country Uh, People began to refer as this year's holiday as Black Halloween No shit Or that year's holiday, I'm sorry As Black Halloween Similarly, the way they referred to the stock market crash four years earlier as Black Tuesday Wow So that makes sense
0: that's insane. Cutting down a telephone pole.
1: That's pretty do you know like how expensive, s-
0: that is. <laughs> and you would need like a chainsaw. Yeah, I
1: feel like that will take. Well, not in 1933. I don't even think the head chainsaws.
0: They didn't. They have one of those two man saws. Yeah, they're both
1: on one side. Wow. That would take, that would, yeah, that would take some time, I feel.
0: I mean, somebody's definitely going to see you do it. <laughs> <laughs> some cities consider banning Hall- Halloween altogether, which would have been a travesty. Yeah. Uh, In many communities, the response was to organize Halloween activities for young people so they didn't run amok instead of canceling altogether. They started to organize trick-or-treating, parties, costumes, parades, and haunted houses to keep them busy. Uh, Hang old fur strips of raw liver on walls when one feels his way to dark steps. That's hard. That's to a quote. Say. That's a quote. Another nineteen thirty seven quote. Nineteen thirty seven party pamphlet. Yeah. So that's what they would do. They would hang over fur, strips of raw liver on the wall, so that they feel like they were in a gross situation.
1: They said that's how to create a trail of terror.
0: Yeah. And weird moans, howls coming from dark corners, damp sponges, and hair nuts hung from ceilings touching the face. Hmm, that's a good that's a easy
1: trick. Mm. They, uh, do now, so they do that uh, now still. They do a fishing line. Uh-huh. So you can't yeah. see it and then it hits your face and you're like, oh, what the fuck?
0: Doorways are blockaded so that guests must crawl through a long, dark tunnel.
1: Mm. Hmm. Let's see here. Um, haunted or spooky public attractions already had uh, some president in Europe. Uh, starting in the 1800s, Mary Tussauds Wax Museum in London featured a chamber of horrors with decapitated figures from the French Revolution. In 1915, a British amusement ride manufacturer created an early haunted house, completed with dim light, shaking floors, and demonic screams.
0: That wax museum's haunted. P.S. The original one? The one yeah. in Europe? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It's on my list. Oh. That I'll never get to. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. It's good to want things, though.
1: Oh, yeah. These early American haunted houses were small, non affairs held in residential neighborhoods. In later decades, larger or- organizations began to host their own haunted houses, and f- as fundraiser fundraisers,
0: whoa
1: <laughs> My tongue just melted. That was pretty cool. Fundraisers or commercial attractions. The most famous and influential uh, one was Disneyland's Haunted Mansion in 1969, which had extremely high production value for its day. It's still good. It is still good. Could you imagine doing that in
0: 1969 when Dude, there's even <laughs> shit? Like,
1: You my
0: god, yeah. there's somebody in the mirror with us riding in this car. That's pretty wild. How's that work? Science. S-
1: since then, America's haunted attractions have become more and more elaborate. American haunts estimate that there are over 1,200 haunted attractions that charge admission fees now. But as in the Great Depression, there are still plenty of small-scale haunts in American neighborhoods that parents put on for free. Mm-hmm. Using their own homes, yards, and imaginations.
0: Yeah, so our stepbrother bannon Mm -hmm. he made a haunted trail in the backyard yeah in the woods pretty good yeah it was pretty good and he spent a lot of money on like fog machines and all kinds of stuff so
1: he spent a lot of time too because it's just him and he carved out a whole trail through the woods yeah so we like cutting down trees and yeah pretty crazy
0: nowadays we have chainsaws though and we don't have to do that two saw thing Mm -hmm. so that's good true a little easier yeah (laughs) uh but yeah i mean what's with uh how expensive haunted houses are who wants yeah. to talk about that? Yeah. $20. I, I get it. Because you got to pay the people. You got to pay for all of the stuff. And like, yeah, that's, that's all that they get.
1: Think about those animatronics. Those are probably yeah. thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I me and my one. girlfriend went to one. And it was 40 bucks a piece. Wow. So I have $80 a night. That was fun.
0: Yeah, for like two hours maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It
1: was good though.
0: Didn't get dinner, okay. I bet.
1: And you I got some, some dollar menu. Right. <laughs> <at> McDonald's. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so scary movies. Um, Scary Halloween movies have a long history of being box office hits. Classic Halloween movies, such as Halloween, uh, based on this 1978 original film by John Carpenter, um, you know, was a big hit. Yeah. And... And, and like Scream and all of those big Friday the 13th, they always release right around Halloween, mm-hmm. and everybody's in the spooky vibe. So, well,
1: that's what they said Halloween was like the original slasher movie, yeah. So, that's what that kind of set off like Every, I think it was Friday the, the 13th people. after that, and then uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. And those are like the three big ones,
0: and they just kind of all shuffled, yeah. So, I like, um Oh, what is it? The Freddy versus Jason.
1: That's amazing. I
0: really like that movie.
1: It's very. I watched it the other day. Actually, it's like very two thousands, but it's amazing. Yeah, it's still. a really good it's movie. Super good.
0: I would like to see um, Michael Myers thrown in there and then do like a three way struggle. That'd be wild. I know if but somebody, f- if the right person could do it, it would be amazing.
1: I feel like Michael Myers doesn't have much of, like a personality.
0: No, I mean, he's like just- he
1: doesn't really have.
0: Neither does Jason though. Before that movie, but he has like you... a
1: reason to kill people because they let him drown. He just like hates camp counselors. Well,
0: Halloween, he's just a screwed up individual.
1: No, but he's trying to kill his sister.
0: Yeah, and so everybody he else
1: kills everybody that gets in his way.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: So I don't. There's no real like plot. So
0: you fix that by having
1: the sister in it.
0: Not the sister, but maybe the sister's kid.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Kind of, you know, at the camp.
1: Hmm. Okay. You see, I can see that.
0: We're going to make it. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: They need to make another Freddy vs. Jason, though.
0: Oh, yeah. It was fabulous. But it
1: sucks that Robert Englund won't do it. Yeah. He's like, a little too old.
0: Yeah, he is. That new Friday the... Th- or, yeah, the Friday the 13th... Thir- t- no. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. It was good. I liked mm-hmm. the new one, but like the face yeah, just wasn't the, f- the same. No. It was too computerized. They to made the it...
1: It's, that was a confusing franchise because they go from they want to be scary then the next one they want to be funny then mm-hmm. they want to be scary again. So, like, yeah. this new one was very, like, there's no comedy in it. It's no. It's, like straight up
0: like I, I like the new one, though, because just, like, Halloween and stuff, it kind of goes back to more of the roots as to why they are the way they are, mm-hmm. and I like that.
1: I like the third, the third, uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on the Street's, like, my favorite horror mm-hmm. movie ever. Really? That's, like, the Dream Warriors one where yeah. they're all in the hospital. Yeah. That one's crazy. That's the one where he's, like, he, uh, he's like, dangling, he, like, picks the tendons out of the guy's Ooh, foot. Oh, yeah, and, like, and like makes him Oh,
0: yeah, that kills me. That's
1: the best movie line in history. Which he, is he, the girl falls asleep in front of the TV, yeah, and she he, like his arms come out of the TV and lifts her up and puts her head through it. Mm-hmm. Like, Welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they were just so ridiculous. They said he like ad libbed that, really? Like, that wasn't in the script. He just said it and they're like nice. It's just like, like we're gonna need
0: it. we're gonna need a bigger boat. Was ad libbed. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. So considered a classic horror movie, uh, down to its spooky soundtrack and inspired eleven other films. Like, we talked about slasher films like Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Friday the 13th. Um, and it's still making movies today.
1: Apparently, they're making another one that's supposed to come out next year.
0: Yeah, with Jamie Lee Curtis in it. That's awesome. shes I love her. I would love to meet her.
1: She plays, like, the new one that came out. She played that part really good. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: she's an amazing actor. In everything she, she does, like True Lies or anything, she's mm-hmm. fantastic.
1: I think she was only, like, 17 or 18 in the first yeah, Halloween. Yeah, she was young. She was super good.
0: That pretty much concludes our Halloween bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in our sources, we use wiki.
1: Um, we use history.com. Yeah. this are Most of this is from different articles kind of patched together from mm-hmm. history.com. They have a lot of stuff on Halloween, actually. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. But I thought it was just a good idea to do this episode because it's you celebrate it every year and you don't really know where it comes from. That's kind of every holiday though, I guess, but it's yeah. kind of interesting to learn why we do certain things.
0: Yeah. Like a bone mm-hmm. What?
1: Yeah. I don't know if we said it in the beginning, but like the original, they wore those, uh, they began wearing, so they originated with like the, um, like the animal things. Yeah. And they started to make them scarier because they thought it was like warding off evil spirits. Yeah. So they thought that's kind of where that came from. Uh-huh. But I thought that was interesting too.
0: No, there was a lot of stuff in here that I didn't know about. Like, You know The bonfire That's pretty Mind blowing That's I'm never gonna forget it (laughs) So we hope you all Have a safe And happy Halloween Yep We appreciate you Listening to us Like always Mm -hmm. Hit the like Subscribe Comment
1: Comment Give us a five star review Share it on Instagram Facebook Tag us Yeah
0: We always uh, like to Communicate with our listeners Yes We appreciate you all Mm -hmm. And happy Halloween Woo (laughs) Woo